Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Oh, yes, it is. Cracking first hour of the show as we uh, get ourselves set up for the final hour. Four minutes past eight o'clock. We're going to start it all off with questions without notice. Thanks to Amare Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. And I'm going to start with a new ball today, Tim. Wait, hang on. Oh, we're going completely rogue off the run sheet, are we? Yeah. Okay, cool. Is that okay? My first question was going to be... Yeah, anyway. Right. Well, you can go first if you want. I was just going to say, what were you thinking... When we started this show, wanting the six to eight segment, it's so much better seven to nine. Oh, how, how long did it take me to try and convince <laughs> you of that? Do you actually admit that now? Don't I you? was driving in this morning and I was thinking, <laughs> what the f- were we thinking? <laughs> what were we want to do? Were, hang on, what were six we thinking? O'clock? No one was ever thinking that except for you. Thought it was a good idea. Made no sense. It didn't. So well done for coming around Another and admitting you were wrong. Yeah. Brilliant. God. Imagine this morning if I'd have watched the cricket and then had to roll exactly. in for a 6am without my Red Bulls. Exactly right. It would have been an absolute mess. Tim, what's the solution to some of the poor crowds we've seen at the World Cup this year? Uh, give away the tickets, Breno, on game day. Give them away? Well, sell them up until a point Why and then th- just give them out. Why are the poor crowds there? Because we know India's fascination and love of cricket. Yeah. Why aren't they turning up? I have no idea. Yeah. They're fascinated with their cricket. Team. Yeah, okay. So maybe not the... I thought they'd... Yeah. But, but you but guys... I'll tell you what would be interesting. Is it tonight, uh, India and Pakistan? Tomorrow night, I think. Tomorrow night. That will be chock-a-block. Yeah. But yeah, it's. It, I thought most games would be full, mm. given where it is. Maybe but it's unaffordable. Maybe the pricing is mm. too high. That's always mm. an issue with a lot of sporting events, actually. And in a country like India, when you know not everyone's like the Lord of our footy club, <laughs> Leave them alone, Tim. They're doing no, a good job. A bit of fun. They're doing a great. I'm a lord of our boy. Yeah, I'm all for it. Some slack there. I'm all for it. I just find it topical and something to talk about. And I can have a good laugh, and people might text in about it. Um, yeah, I think cheaper tickets, no doubt. But yeah, it's a, it's been an issue. Maybe mm. the TVs, the TV production's too good these too days. Good. You can just sit at home. I That's find right. that a lot. Exactly. When I was tossing up between the JJs that were on the couch last night, I thought, well. Pretty good. Should have had the commentary up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have that clarified, thank goodness. Um, Breno, Taron Armstrong debuted for Cairns this week against the Washington Wizards. That didn't go all that well, by the way. No, it didn't. Do you think the next time we'll see him in the state, he'll be playing states. in the states? He'll be playing for an NBA team. Uh, potentially, yeah. He's got. Uh, he's highly touted, Taron. There's no doubt about that. And great to see him back out there the other day. But you're right, it hasn't gone so well for our two NBL clubs over there. What the is that little comp that's running? So it's just the NBL times NBA thing. Yeah. And it's it's disruptive though, isn't it? It should. It, ideally, it would be before the NBL season starts because it's it's quite disruptive. Well, let's be honest. We're on their time. Absolutely. They're not. Gonna yeah, we've got oh, yeah. we've got to fit in with them. No doubt about it. But what do we get out of it? Exposure, exposure for some of the players, get to play yeah. in the States. Yep, all that. Yep. Experience. Okay. Um, Tim, with all the big names returning to the TSL, which Tassie footballer would you like to see play in the league next year? I want to see a twin tower forward line of Jack and Nick Rewalt. <laughs> well, one, just for one game, like Ackermanis yeah. did. It's funny you say that. Last night I was talking to a few mates at the basketball, and we didn't mention Nick, but we thought 
could Jack come and play a one-off game for Clarence round one next year against Lauderdale and you've got all the recruits well, at the Bombers? who has to pay for the flights and doesn't count <laughs> the salary cap. Because <laughs> otherwise, yeah, good shout. It'd be pretty cool. We might be down here doing a bit of work for the fabric. That's right, the fabric. And maybe part of that role is playing a game in each zone. Oof. Game in the south, a game in the north, and a game in the northwest. Now you're talking. To really get in amongst the people. Yes, I don't mind it. Your mm. hit. If or when the Jack Jumpers play an NBA preseason game over in the States, which team would you like to see them play against? Oh, which team? It's got to be the Lakers, doesn't it? It'd be nice. It'd be pretty cool to see them play OKC against Gideon White. Um, oh, look, any team would be good. I mean, depending when it was, I'd love to see them do it in the preseason. But imagine now they're on this winning streak and they've had to go and stop their NBL campaign to go over there and play these games now. Not ideal, is it? As good as the exposure. Not and ideal, but I don't think you'd find one Jack Jumpers player who'd say, no, "I don't really want to go over." Yeah. There. Yep. Yep. No fair shout, uh, Tim. As someone who's been a leader and part of elite sporting environments, what did you make of Tom Mitchell's comments on ball magnets about his final year at Hawthorne during the week? And if you missed it, here's what Tom Mitchell had to say. We call it the Tom Mitchell game review, where that was the sign seal delivered. I knew after that meeting, I'm, I'm not coming back here next year. Whatever happens, I'm not coming to Hawthorne. There was a game review where there was something like five or so clips of just me. And there was a few that were fair. Like there was one passage of play where as a midfielder, we wanted to stay on the defensive side of the stoppage at forward 50. And I got caught on the other side. I made a mistake, little things like that. But I got barreled this meeting, all five clips. That was the meeting done. And I walked out of that thinking, are you serious? Like this is, this is um, unprofessional, unfair. From that point onward, I, I was just, I'm not coming back here. What do you think, Tim? Just, I need a tissue, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> like, it's professional sport. You're going to get critiqued. What I didn't like is if, if it was the whole meeting was just him, Yeah, that's a bit unfair. I agree with that. But, yeah, you've got to be able to take criticism and, and try and get better, um, take it on board. But I, I've never been in one where you went through a review of anything and you just reviewed one person mm-hmm. in five clips and that was it. That would be the first time I've ever heard of anything like that. So it'd be interesting if has anyone come out and ticked off what he said and said, yeah, mm. that, that did happen. I mean, they called it the Tom Mitchell meeting. So that, that would be staggering, I would imagine, to be a part yeah. of for a group and then to be the person um, who's actually copying that would certainly be strange and it's obviously cut him deep because he's still talking about it some two years later. But um, that's certainly getting really hard feedback in professional sporting environment is certainly not new but to have it directed at one player and that is just the meaning mm-hmm. I've never seen that before okay well answered Breno is Lauderdale the early favourite for the 2024 and final TSL premiership you, well you'd have to say yes the way they've topped up but does it always work I mean <laughs> again talking about this for someone during the week does it always work when you go on these big recruiting drives and bring all these people in? Does it have the chance to self-implode as well? Does. So does. we'll have to wait and see. Where did they finish last year? Outside finals. Yep. And so I think Phillips will have a huge impact. No doubt. Mitch, we're not too sure. Well, he'll, he'll play home games by the sound of it. Just home games? Sounds like it in finals potentially. Maybe more, he said. Yeah. So there's two very good players 
at that level. We don't know what sort of Nick Mitch is in, but I imagine he's looked after himself pretty well. He's still playing decent standard footy last year, so I think those two will have an impact. The others, I'm not so sure. I didn't know too many of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Boss they, they got certainly improve. This week. They certainly improve, mm-hmm. but do they improve enough to win the flag? Yeah, well, it'll be really interesting, actually. Uh, Jordan Lane's a big signing for him during the week, former league rising star. Yeah, with the bombers. Now, Damien Gill's just texted this in to me, Beautiful. and it's section seven of the uh, club sustainability model. Uh, and section seven is travel, Tim. It says any payment made in relation to a player travelling to attend training or a match is deemed to be a football payment. You're all right, there unless the payment is made in accordance with the following rules. 7.1. No travel payments can be made to a player where the player represents the club in a home match or an away match at a ground that is less than 50 kilometres from the club's home ground. And it goes on and on from there with all different sorts of um, rules and regulations. Hmm. So that's interesting. He uh, essentially goes into salary cap unless for a legitimate travel relating to away games is the, is the crux of it all. And you're saying he's playing home games only? I, I believe so, yeah, at this stage. Okay. It's interesting because mm. I thought that was the case. Mm. Yeah, it's Flying interesting. Flying players it is counted to, yeah. to cap. But I think their biggest challenge will be can Alan Christensen get them playing together? Correct. That's, that was my and point. And find some connection. Because if they can and you put Phillips, Siggins, Mitch Robinson together, mm. it's pretty dangerous. Look out. And Christensen himself. Yep. Looking, and what does that do good. to their sixth, seventh and eighth player who were freed up a bit more now because... Last year, they were one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Dangerous team. It is dangerous. Uh, Tim, my, my question to you. Who's your dark horse to win the World Cup this year? My dark horse is Australia. Oh. Um, but they're getting darker by the day. <laughs> and I've I, I touched on them before. I like, I like what Pakistan can do at their best. At their best. Yep. Um, so they would be my, my two... South Africa are almost not a dark horse anymore. I think they're playing amazing they cricket. Are, They've got all bases covered. Again, last night they were able to drop uh, Gerald Kutsi out and bring in a spinner, Shamsi. So they you know, they can go all that pace. They can bring in the second spinner. So they've got a few luxuries that, that the Aussies don't have and their batters are firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breno, after hearing Harley Reid say this on WA Breakfast, we'll go to that in a second, do you now believe the Eagles will take him? I don't know how many times I've had to say it or how much clearer I can be, but I'm happy to go to the Eagles and I'm just super grateful to be in the position I am. Categorically, you're not a flight risk. If you were were picked at number one, you would come over here. Forget about whether it's three years, two years, extension, life. You would come to the West Coast Eagles gleefully, happily, and pull on a West Coast Eagles jumper. Yeah, for sure. With number nine. Oh... (laughs) Does that get me up and about him? Number nine, he wants to wear. Oh, who's wearing that now? Music to my ears. Well, Nick Nat was. Right. So he's not anymore. Being right. cousin's old number, correct? Thank you, Hammond. I did know I, that being number one ticket holder. Thank you. Can Hammer, I put cl- something to you? Yes. What would you expect him to say? Well, that's right. We've we've talked about this in the commentary he might have had in the past and the liking of posts, etc. But now, with the likelihood of him actually going there, he has to say that, doesn't he? You're right. Exactly. I think his manager and that have said, eh, smarten up a little bit. Yeah. We will do the negotiating mm-hmm. for you. You just say 
you're going wherever you get picked because your dreams to play AFL footy and I'd love to wear number nine for the West Coast Eagles. Mm. No, he doesn't. He probably will be. He probably will be now, Tim. Okay. That excites me greatly. But I just appreciate Hammer there just reminding me that Ben Cousins wore number nine. Thank you, Hammer. Well, that's what I was thinking about. I didn't know Nick Nat wore it. That's how much <laughs> I would follow the Eagles <laughs> or how much, how little Nick Nat's played in the last yes. few years, perhaps. <laughs> uh, very good. That is Questions Without Notice. Thanks to Amir Safety. Over 30 years of better brands and better service with the widest choice of PPE. Don't forget, you can get us on the text this morning, 0437 552 535. Or get us as well on the open line, 1300 42 15 33. We're off to a break. On the other side of it, we're going to have more sport for you here on SEN Tassie Breakfast.